Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I am your host, Katrina Jameson. I'm the founder of Legend Leaders, where we arm business leaders with the strategies they need to master the one rule and live life on their terms, a legend life. Ah, you're out there being innovative. I'm so freaking proud of you. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. I love it. I love that you are adding value. I love that you are being an irreplaceable asset. I love that you are creating career security and success for yourself, which means you are now free. You are giving yourself the mental freedom to start to create that personal fulfillment, to really start to live life on your terms. That's what it's all about. Well, before I get too excited and we start diving into life on your terms, which I can talk about forever, let's go ahead and close out the topic of being an innovative leader. You know, I promised that there were three steps, and we've covered two. So today, we're going to cover the third one. Now, a quick refresher, right? Step number one was doing it better, going and looking at what you're responsible for in your team and understanding what those responsibilities are, looking at the metrics to determine your performance, and picking out some of those key areas that you either want to raise the bar in or must raise the bar in because the performance isn't where you need it to be. That is where you're going to innovate. Then you learned all about step number two, applying the ideas that you had already immediately come up with when you were looking at the metrics, and then running some experiments, understanding what experiments look like and why you have to have them, and why that's part of truly being an innovative leader. Today is step number three. Step number three is all about bringing in your team. And I am sure that you were thinking, Katrina, you never tell us to do too much of anything on our own. When am I bringing in my team to help me innovate? And the answer is now. Once you've determined the areas in which you're going to innovate, right? Like I said, you've got to bring in your team and there are a couple things you're going to do. I wanted you to do steps number one and two on your own so you could process it and learn. Now that you've learned, you must go and be the teacher, but you can't teach it until you know it yourself. So now that you know it, we're going to bring in our team. So here are the things you're going to do. There are five things you're going to do under step number three, bringing in your team. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to bring them all together. This is going to be a meeting, right? Either virtual, in person, doesn't matter, totally up to you and how the company runs. Bottom line, you're going to have a meeting. And the first thing that you're going to have them do is they're going to look at the metrics and they're going to give feedback. Your goal here is you want to understand, do they see the same things you do? Did you miss anything? Are there any areas that, that need improvement that you didn't see or didn't call out? And you want to make sure that you have an all-encompassing view of the areas of the business that truly need innovation, right? Something done a little bit better. So step number one, they're going to look at the metrics and give feedback. Step number two is that you all are going to get together and create a master list of all the innovative ways to improve those portions of the business. And you're going to host a meeting to get this done. Now, the best way to do this, quite frankly, is to do it in person because virtual can create barriers. And your goal in this meeting is to not have any barriers. You need every person on your team to have an equal voice. And sometimes technology sort of hampers that. But if that's the only way you can communicate, don't stress. Okay? Don't stress. If you're going to be able to do it in person, here's how I want you to do it. 
You're going to pull your team together into a circle. There's no table in between you. You're in a circle. Your chairs are in a circle, and you're so close, your knees can probably touch, okay? Your knees can probably touch the people sitting on either side of you. Sitting together in a circle, no table. And then what you're going to do is, you, is someone, it can be you, anyone else, you're going to kick off the discussion. You're going to talk about the area that needs improvement. You're going to say, this area of the business needs improvement. How do we do it? And that's opened up the floor for that specific topic. And someone's going to start talking. Whatever idea comes out, these are the rules. Everyone must say, and. The word but cannot be used. Well, I know you have this great idea, but. No, that cannot be said. Well, I know that sounds like it would work, but it really won't because. No, we're not shooting down ideas in this discussion. We're adding to them. That's all we can do. That's how you get creative. That's how you come and innovate together as a team because we can't shut down and diminish ideas because then we're going to get to the point where no one's going to share because they're like, oh, well, that was wrong. Well, that was wrong. Well, that was wrong. And there's no freedom. You've got to create freedom. And the way that you do that is through the language that you use. Therefore, the word that you must use is and. Yes, that's a great idea. And what if we also did, and it's additive. And so you're stacking and you're building on every idea that comes out. And you keep doing that until collectively everyone's like, yeah, that's it. That is the answer. That is the one we're going to do. And you'll know when that answer has been found. And then once that happens, jot it down. And then you pose the next area of improvement or area of innovation. And you do the same thing again. Now, if you can't do this in person, and you must do it virtually, which is fine. Be intentional. Be very clear about the rules, okay? Hey, I know we can't sit close together, but typically proximity helps people overcome the fear of getting things wrong. There's nothing that you can say that's wrong. Every idea is valuable because it's either going to be the answer we're looking for or it's going to help us find the answer that we're looking for. Either way, we can't come up with the answer we need unless each of you share unless each of you give freely of your thoughts and ideas, because there's no judgment, okay? There's none. We're going to build on every idea until we find the answer, and we're going to know when that is. You've got to be really intentional about giving those, those details and setting that example, and you've got to be the example. You cannot say but. All right, that's step number two within the overarching step number three, okay? So that's number two. Number three, Define the experiment framework. I ask you to do it because you've got to understand how to come up with a framework and what you want it to look like. But also give your team a chance to weigh in. Tell them what the experiments are. Tell them why you're going to do them. Tell them the value they're going to add. Give them permission to fail. I promise they're going to appreciate that. Right? And then create the framework. Who's going to own what? How long are the experiments going to run? Where are you going to store the data that comes out of the experiments, right? What's, where's that master list going to be stored? That's step number three. Step number four, you've got to define how often you're going to have innovative meetings with a team. You're making them innovative leaders, right? By doing this. But you can't just do it once and stop doing it. You've got to do a couple things. Number one, you're probably having a weekly team meeting. If you're not, you need to have a weekly team meeting. And just quickly give some clarity on what you want the team looking for, working on, doing, giving them praise, all of the above. That's the weekly team meeting. 
inside of the weekly team meeting, you're probably and should be getting updates on how the business is running. So you can have quick conversations in areas where things need to be done better or where we need to innovate. But those little types of conversations are very different than having the intentional knees touching, no barriers and conversations to come up with your experiments and the actions that you're going to take. And so you need to decide now that you have the framework created on how often you're going to run experiments, you've got to come up with the time frame for when you're going to have these larger innovative meetings. How often are you going to get together and innovate? Put it on the calendar. Be intentional about it. And then step number five is that you have a supervisor, no doubt. Okay? You must share your plans, right? What this looks like, how you're improving the business, what the experiments are, all of these details, and the results with your supervisor. I would recommend at least monthly. Any more often than that, you're probably not going to have a lot of results per se. But once you create all of this with your team, go talk to your supervisor and just give him or her a heads up. Here's what we're doing. Here's how we're going to improve our part of the business so we can better serve the company. Here's how we're going to add value. We're going to be innovative and we're going to do it with minimal risk. And they're going to be like, holy crap, that's amazing. That sounds fantastic. Please keep me posted. I can't wait for you to share more. Why do I know that? Because that's what you would want to hear and that's what I would want to hear. And they're the same way, right? So you got to keep your, your boss in the loop. They've got to know the value that you're adding, right? And then maybe they have a suggestion or two, right? This is not a silo that we're working in. If your supervisor has a great suggestion and you're open to it, try it. But minimally, Share what you're doing so that you're not doing it alone and so that they can really see the value that you're adding. Okay. Now, this is your assignment. This is the last challenge I'm going to leave you from an innovation perspective. Go get with your team. Go get with your team and execute steps one through five under this overarching step number three of bringing together your team. This is the end of the sessions related to innovation. Is it the end of innovation? No. We are constantly innovating as human beings. It's what makes us amazing and wonderful and makes this world a great place to live in. Keep innovating. Be the innovative leader. Understand why the company needs it. Understand why it makes you an irreplaceable asset and gives you the security that you deserve in your career. Understand step number one, do it better. Step number two, check and assess. And step number three, bring in your team. When you do those three things on a consistent basis, you will have the title of innovative leader. It'll just be apparent. And that'll just add to the value that you provide and bring. You're amazing. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Don't stop. You've got this. Keep being that irreplaceable asset by being that innovative leader. Go have an amazing week. And as always, go and be legendary.